brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Oh my goodness, I wish I could go back and tell little Yami, your weight is not an indicator of your worth or your value. You are listening to Veggie Doctor Radio, and this is episode number 220. Welcome to Veggie Doctor Radio. I am your host, Dr. Yami, board-certified pediatrician, certified lifestyle medicine physician, certified health and wellness coach, author, speaker, mother, wife, and human being. I passionately believe in the power of diet, habits, and mindset in sparking and sustaining well-being and joy in our lives. This podcast combines expert interviews and thoughtful monologues to explore plant-based nutrition, lifestyle medicine, parenting, mindset, and other exciting and fun topics. I hope that these episodes inspire you, uplift you, and equip you with the knowledge and tools to live your best life. Are you ready to get started? Let's do it. Welcome back, veggie lovers, to another episode of Veggie Doctor Radio. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you're having an amazing summer. So I am recording this episode the day before, several hours actually, before my birthday. I was born at 12.01 a.m. So we are not too far from that time. And I'm going to be 43 years old. It's actually an interesting thing. And this is not very vegan. So maybe hardcore vegans out there, plug your ears. But I have to make a confession. 43 is actually a very special number in my family. Because 43 is our cow branding number in Panama. So I don't think it's great that it's cow branding number. I do not condone the branding of cows or the possession or exploitation of cows. I just want to make that completely clear, but it's not within my control. I do not control the family business. But growing up, the number 43 has always been very significant because my grandmother is very superstitious and she loves to play the lottery. So she would always be, and still to this day, buys the number 43. Lottery is a big thing in Panama and the lottery system is a little bit different. You buy numbers that are already pre-selected. She would always be buying 43 and have like certain dreams and it would point that you needed to buy 43. And so 43 has always been one of those numbers that's just very significant in my family. I asked my mother where that number came from. How was it chosen? My grandfather started the family business when he was just 19 years old, and apparently he just liked that number, so he just chose it. And that is the story of how 43 came about for the number. But I really enjoy 
being in my 40s. For those of you that are earlier in your journey and you are not in your 40s, it's really awesome. It's really awesome getting to that age where you started to develop some wisdom. <laughs> I guess I could call it a little bit of wisdom because you have experience. You've been through stuff. You've experienced things. You've fallen down. You've stumbled and you've overcome and you've just you've just had more time. You've had more time to experience things, but you still feel good. You've got energy, you know, you still feel young, you're vibrant, and you can help those that are a few steps behind you, give them the advice that you've learned over time. So I really have enjoyed being in my 40s and I hear that it gets even better. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm not afraid of aging, but we will talk about some of the limiting areas that I have with time and age in just a little bit. I love my birthday. I'm a Leo, obviously, born in the month of August. Leos are known for being super into their birthdays, so we love to talk about our birthdays, and we love having a birthday, and I tend to celebrate all month. In fact, I bought my birthday present to myself in July. That's how excited I was about my birthday. Like I said, one of the things that's cool about getting older is that you just gain so much experience about the world around you. What's important to know about experience is you cannot buy experience, okay? You have to live through it. You get to experience by experiencing it, okay? And so that's pretty cool. And you get more perspective as you get older. I feel like as I get older, I'm starting to be more patient and more calm because I've had more time to learn that things just come with time, things fall into place and you know, that's great. But I guess the more I realize that it's the journey that's really the fun part and not necessarily the destination, especially for an achiever personality like me, I like to get to the next thing. But once you get to the next thing, it's just on to the next thing. So I'm learning to slow down and just try to enjoy the journey and the moments in between getting to the next thing. So that's cool. So in this episode, since it is my birthday celebration episode, I thought I would do something different. I got this idea because there was a trend going around in reels with people showing pictures of themselves as younger. And the saying was basically, whenever you're being mean or whenever you're saying things, remember that this is who you're talking to. And they would show a picture of themselves and referring to whenever they're being mean to themselves, right? Because we can be really hard on ourselves. And sometimes we can say really cruel things to ourselves in our heads that we would never dare say to somebody else or a friend or a family member. So I got this idea because I think connecting back to our younger self and remembering how we used to feel about things, it's, it's very healing, I think, to think about it that way and to know that in the future, I have a big sister, that's me. I have myself in the future, a future Yami that can come back and nurture that younger, inexperienced, naive, little girl that was hurting for whatever reason. 
I wanted to take this episode to just reflect a little bit and also just because when my birthday comes around, I do become more contemplative. I do like to review things. Where am I? Where am I going? How are things going? Check in with myself. And honestly, these things that I want to tell my younger self are things that I need to remind myself about pretty frequently. And hopefully it's going to help you. Obviously, I wish I would have known these things or believed these things earlier, but it's never too late. And I have discussions with my children about these very things that I would tell my younger self because I hope that if I tell them when they're younger, it's going to help them even more throughout their life so that they don't end up suffering in some of the ways that I did from some of these limiting beliefs. Also, I am going through a very big growth challenge in my career right now. I'm taking a really big leap that's very scary and that's really coming up against my comfort zone. I'm having to really think differently about myself and about the world. And I've heard that over and over again in that in order to go to that next level, your mindset has to change. You have to change when things change around you You have to change in order to accommodate the beliefs that it takes to get to that next level because a lot of it is about beliefs. To upgrade your life, you have to upgrade your mindset. Okay, so here are 10 things that I would tell my younger self. Number one, you are worthy. There is nothing you need to do to earn your worth and there's nothing you do or don't do that will change your worth. I've done an entire podcast episode about this and written about it in my newsletter as well. I 100% believe this. I am a spiritual person and I believe that every single soul on this planet has worth, has value inherently. It just comes with the soul. It's not something that has to be earned. It can't be taken away. It's just inherent to your soul. And I wish that I would have believed that earlier in my life. Now, I grew up pretty devout Catholic, and I think a lot of the ways that I thought was more like, you know, you have to pay penance, especially Panamanian Catholicism. There's a lot of mysticism about it. So it's like you have to do all these things to earn these things. And if you mess up, then bad things are going to happen to you and those kinds of things. So I grew up with those kinds of beliefs, which led to a lot of those feelings of not being good enough, not doing enough, not sacrificing enough. And so that's why I still have some of those tendencies. And I might have passed a little bit down to my children because I know at least my older child sometimes believes he has to work hard and he almost has to suffer in order to earn that worth. But I want to tell my younger self, you are worthy and there's nothing you need to do to earn that. Number two, you are eternal. There is enough time because there is an eternity. 
to fulfill and to experience everything. So stop rushing through life. It's not a race. Slow down. Savor the moments instead of always looking ahead of where you are. Stop and enjoy the view before you climb that next mountain. And you are not behind. I have felt like I was behind since I was like in the single digits. This is the strangest thing. And I wonder sometimes if it's some sort of genetic thing because my son also does this. Like if somebody else is doing something and you haven't already done that, feeling like, well, it's too late. I'm already behind. I need to rush. I need to, you know, it's too late. I, I don't have enough time. And so it leads to overdoing, putting a lot of things on my plate to this day, cramming everything in to feel like I'm getting caught up. But what happens is I do not enjoy the time in the present. And I think a lot of us do this. So a reminder, you are eternal. Number three, super important, especially in our social media age. Stop comparing yourself to others. Use their achievements as inspiration of what's possible and not as an indicator that you are not enough. What's interesting is that we often compare ourselves to people and then the reaction that we have is jealousy or envy. And I think that reaction comes from feeling that, just like I said before, it's too late. I'm not going to be able to do it. Not believing that you can actually achieve that thing, that it's not for you, which becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because if we believe that, we won't even try. We'll stop ourselves. In my house, we love sauces so much that we keep a bin in our fridge labeled the salsa party so we can more easily grab it out of the fridge and have it along with our meals. So I was thrilled when I discovered a new delicious all-purpose sauce called Bernie Wild Adventure Sauce. Y'all, it is so good that we consumed the first bottle in less than a week. It's not as spicy as a hot sauce, but it has more depth and flavor than your typical condiment. Of course, it's plant-based, but it's also creamy, a little bit smoky, and a little tangy. You really have to taste it yourself to fully experience it. I pour it all over my bowls, tacos, and sometimes I just wanna stick a straw in it and drink it straight up. If you wanna experience this adventure sauce for yourself, you're in luck. It's called Bernie Wild's Adventure Sauce, and you have a good reason to grab yourself a bottle or two right now. My listeners get 20% off their first order of $20 or more and free shipping. Just use the code Dr. Yami, D-R-Y-A-M-I. Follow the link in the show notes or go to BernieWilds.com. That's B-U-R-N-Y-W-I-L-D-S.com. After you taste it, I want to know what you think about this sauce. Do you love it as much as we do? Go get yourself a couple of bottles of Bernie Wilde's Adventure Sauce right now and get your 20% off and free shipping by using code Dr. Yami. Enjoy! And like I said, I remember being young and thinking, like I've always loved acting and performing and I started doing 
theater when I was in junior high, completely prompted by myself. Nobody else in my family did this. I just, it was in my blood. I just really wanted to do it. And I really admired like child actors. And so we'd go to the movie theater and I'd see these child actors and I would be sad afterwards. And I'm like, oh, it's too late. You know, there's those actors and I'll never be a child actor. It was like the weirdest thing to think. <laughs> and so, but of course, if you decide it's too late, you're not even going to try. So stop comparing yourself to others. And instead of feeling that jealousy or that envy, which I know that sometimes that's an immediate reaction, but notice it, notice that you're feeling that. And instead, flip it around and use it as inspiration of what's possible. So instead of thinking it's too late for me, I can't do that, think, Wow, if they can do it, I can do it. If one human is able to do that thing, that means other humans can do that thing. And I'm another human, so I can do it. And it's never too late. Number four, huge. This is huge. Oh my goodness, I wish I could go back and tell little Yami, like literally I would have to go back really early to make sure that little Yami learned this. Your weight is not an indicator of your worth or your value in this world. You are not flawed. There's nothing wrong with you. Having body fat does not invalidate you. Don't try to shrink yourself because it's only going to cause you pain and increase your struggle with food and your body. Learn to live and accept the body you have, but treat it well. Take care of it lovingly. Give your body what it needs to thrive. Instead of fighting with your body and trying to shape it into a certain size that you think other people are desiring or asking of you, treat your body with love and care and help it feel good and work with you and for you. That's a big one. Your weight is not an indicator of your worth or your value in this world. Number five, prioritize sleep. And this is sounding like a lifestyle medicine lesson, but y'all, lifestyle medicine rocks, okay? Now let me tell you about sleep and young Yami, okay? I was so sleep deprived. In high school, I would stay up till three o'clock in the morning talking on the phone for you youngins out there, this was back when our phones had cords and you know, people would have to dial on their phone and call you. I would talk till three o'clock in the morning, get up at six, go to school, have a full day, do theater practice, do speech team practice, all of that, come home, do homework. Like literally I was getting like three to four hours of sleep. Guess what happened to me in high school? I was so depressed so depressed, like I had suicidal ideation. It was not good. I wish I would have known that my chronic sleep deprivation was probably triggering my depression because now as an adult, I know that if I go more than a couple of days with not getting enough sleep, even just minor sleep deprivation, the world seems like the most sad, <laughs> depressing place to me. And so I know that my brain must have sleep. It is such an important thing in my life now 
And I wish I would have known that earlier because I actually had no clue that it was possible that sleep deprivation could trigger that in somebody. But I guarantee you, I would have felt a lot better if I was getting better sleep when I was a teenager. Number six, eat whole plant foods, not to manipulate your body size, but because you'll feel better. Back to teenage yummy when I was eating a lot of processed foods. So basically, I loved Eggo waffles. I drank so much milk. I would, during the weekdays, I would skip breakfast, not eat lunch. And on the way home, when I was, I was already driving by them, I'd have early release. I'd get out like at one. I would buy a bag of Fritos and eat them on the way home. Oh my gosh. Plus the sleep deprivation. Is anybody surprised that I was so depressed? I mean, this is definitely a setup for not having very good mood, okay? But I started dieting at a young age and the objective was always to use food, manipulate food to try to shrink my body. It was never food as medicine or see food in a way that can benefit you and help you feel good and give you that energy and help your brain. And I was already very set on medicine and doing well in school. If someone would have told me, hey, you can optimize your brain function. It's gonna help you study. It's going to help you learn better to eat more fruits and vegetables and eat when you're hungry instead of starving yourself all day and having Fritos on the way home. I think I would have taken that to heart, but I didn't know those things. So I wish I would have known. Also, I never pooped. Like I was pooping like once a week. Y'all gotta know all about me. This is like yummy confession time, okay? But it's not new. I talk about constipation. I thought that it was just genetic. I I like pooped like once a week because I didn't eat any fiber. So I would go back and say, eat some fiber, girl. Eat some fiber. And fiber comes from plants, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, beans, nuts, and seeds. Eat some fiber. Wish I could go back. Hey, are you kind of curious about microgreens and including microgreens in your diet, but you're not sure where to start and you're not sure how to do it? I love my Hamama microgreen grower. It's so easy, it's so convenient. So this is how it works. Basically, they send you the kit and it has this little seed quilt, okay? And then you soak the seed quilt in the water and in a few days, you see your tiny little baby sprouts growing and a few days after that, you can start eating them and it's so fun. And you can tell them that you're eating them and they're really happy that you're eating them and your body's really happy that you're eating them. But here's the best part, because I've told y'all before, I'm lazy. So I don't wanna have to use any mental energy that I don't need to. And they send you seed quilts every month. So you don't run out, you can change what seed quilts you want to try. So here's some examples of some of the seed quilts they have. Hearty broccoli, refreshing cabbage, energizing kale, spicy daikon radish, super salad mix. You can even get wheatgrass, you can get culinary cilantro, or even hot wasabi mustard. So there's lots to choose from. They have different flavors. They're 
so cute and they're health promoting so you can get a good dose of antioxidants and it's really beautiful. I also use them for garnish when I'm making soups and salads and different bowls. You can impress your guests, but like I said, it's going to be low energy cost on your part and it's actually not that expensive either. The other thing that I use from Hamama is a green onion growing kit, which is really cool because it can decrease your food waste. So you buy the green onions and then the little part that has the root, the white part at the bottom, you stick it in these little holes and then you just put the water in there and it grows and then you can keep eating the same green onions. You just go with your little scissors and you chop it off and you put it into your food. So if you wanna give it a try, you've been curious about microgreens, and different ways that you can grow your own food, check out Hamama. You can find it in my show notes for a link to get 15% off, or you can go to dryami.com forward slash shop so that you can find the link and get 15% off your first order. Happy growing! Do you love Veggie Doctor Radio, but you're sick of listening to ads? Join the Plantscription. The Plantscription is a monthly membership where you have access to ad-free episodes of Veggie Doctor Radio every week. But that's not all. You also have access to a monthly live Q&A with me and a monthly live book club. You also get access to writings and musings and free giveaways. It is such a great deal. Right now, it's only $5 a month to join the Planscription. If you wanna join, go to planscription.substack.com or go to the show notes to follow the link. Join the Planscription today and join me in this plantastic community. Number seven. Discover joyful movement because it feels good and it helps you be your best self. Again, this is like literally, I'm gonna go back in time and teach little yummy lifestyle medicine, which is why I'm saying it now because I hope you're teaching your littles at home lifestyle medicine. How can they be their best selves? How can they feel good? Sleep, eat whole plant foods, move your body, but do it because it's gonna feel good not because it's going to change the shape of your body. I would also tell little Yami that someday you're going to actually love running and you're gonna pay somebody money to run 26 miles in a row, more than once. There's no way I would have believed that when I was little. I hated running. Running was really like not fun, torture, but yes, I definitely now love running and have run very long distances. Number eight, moving on from lifestyle medicine to other topics. You don't need another person to complete you. And in fact, the more you learn to love and accept yourself and manage your thoughts and feelings, the better of a long-term relationship you are likely to have with another person. This is so big. I'd always dreamed of that soulmate. And in fact, I met my husband in college, my first real boyfriend, and we got married at the age of 21. But it's been an interesting path. Definitely best friends first, attached at the hip for so many years. But 
I didn't start to learn how to manage my thoughts and feelings until I was in my 30s and we had gotten married at 21. So there was a a lot as a big learning curve there as far as learning how to love another person and not feel that sense of they're everything. And if something goes wrong, that's it, you know? So it's been a big learning experience for me realizing that to be a good partner, to do the best in a relationship and to feel good in a relationship, to not have those feelings of like desperation and attachment and feeling like everything is dependent on it. You have to learn how to love yourself first. You have to learn how to manage those thoughts and feelings. Then you can give more and get more from a relationship. And that's a big topic for sure. But it's, I have discovered that to be very true for myself. Number nine, perfection is unnecessary and trying to achieve it is often painful. So I would say to my younger self, being perfect is not the goal. So stop trying to be that. Just do your best, enjoy the journey. And remember, or I would teach my younger self, that most rules are just artificial constructs. It's made up. It's completely made up. Remember, grades, it's completely made up. It's like a made up concept. So don't measure yourself by those numbers or torture yourself, kill yourself trying to get to this level of quote perfection that's an artificial construct. Do your best have fun, enjoy the journey. That's the most important part. Don't base your happiness on numbers, achievement, any of these artificial constructs that we have created in our society. And finally, it's okay to want what you want. Life is meant to be experienced and explored and it's okay to try different things, have different experiences. It's okay to change your mind It's okay to want something that other people don't want. It's okay to not want what other people do want. It's okay to strive hard for something that you're passionate about, even if other people think that that's silly. Don't be ashamed of your desires. Don't feel obligated to walk a certain path if that's not what you truly want. And this is the lesson of the shoulds, right? Because we grow up with all this, you should do this. You, this is the path, you get married, you have kids, you do this, you buy the house, la 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 la. But we're not often given that openness of, if you could choose whatever you want and there were no restrictions, there were none of these societal rules or expectations, what would you truly want? What do you want to experience? And it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to try something and back up and be like, oh, that was not for me. I tried it. Wasn't quite what I was expecting. So number 10 is it's okay to want what you want. And I've been working on that over the past year since January, giving myself permission, being unapologetic, for wanting what I want because I'm a little bit of an outlier when it comes to some things and I can be, I'm on the more extreme side and that's okay. Accept self-acceptance, self-love, being aware, having insight into yourself, 
figuring out what works in your life. So those are my 10 things. One, you are worthy. Two, you are eternal. Three, stop comparing yourself to others. Four, your weight is not an indicator of your worth or your value in this world. Five, prioritize sleep. Six, eat whole plant foods, not to manipulate your body size, but because you'll feel better. Seven, discover joyful movement because it feels good and helps you be your best self. Eight, you don't need another person to complete you. Nine, perfection is unnecessary and trying to achieve it is often painful. And 10, it's okay to want what you want. So what do you think? I'd love to know, does this resonate with you? Do any of these things that I would tell my younger self resonate with you? Would you tell this to your younger self? If not, what would you tell your younger self? Something different? I'd love to know. Email me, yami at dryami.com and let me know what would you tell your younger self. I also wanna let you know that I am going to be starting a group coaching program in September. It's gonna be fun. It's going to be very organic. It's going to be just from the heart and teaching some of these concepts. I'm going to help you build a foundation for the development of sustainable, healthy habits. It's going to be a launching pad to get you to the next step in achieving the well-being you desire. So I'm considering this, I'm calling it Thrivology 101. So it's going to be the foundational course that's going to teach you what you need to take that next step. A lot of times we just need to learn how to set goals and start moving towards them, but sometimes we think, oh, we just need Willpower. Willpower is what's going to help me achieve them, but we're more complicated than that. So understanding how to manage thoughts and feelings, how to think about behavior change in a way that aligns with our modern lives is really helpful so that you can apply that to your own life. So if you're ready to learn some new skills and tools that are going to help you consistently follow your habits, whether it's eating a certain way, moving your body, sleeping, managing your stress, living your best life, you want to learn these foundational skills. If you want to make sure that you are the first to hear about it, sign up at dryami.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R-Y-A-M-I.com forward slash thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E. And I hope to see you there. It's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait to teach this course. Thank you for hanging out with me and listening to the 10 things I would tell my younger self. And I would love to hear from you. So email me, yami at dryami.com. Let me know, what would you tell your younger self? Veggie lover, thank you so much for being here. And I hope that you have such a plantastic day. Hey, veggie lover. I hope that you loved today's episode. Will you take a second and do me a huge favor? Please subscribe to my podcast so that you never miss an episode. You're the reason I'm here and I want to share it all with you. Thank you for listening and have a plantastic day. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. 
take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.